Hello everyone, a chat with Mafia is back once again this Friday. I mean, it's always a pleasure sharing with you guys every Friday and of course through my platform. Not forgetting our official partners, Pink Cloud GG. Uh, this is a delivery company, an online food delivery company. You can make your orders, download their app, make your orders and of course they'll be able to deliver to your locations. Uh, today I met a well, you know, famous CEO. Many of you know him as a CEO. <laughs> Personally, I used to think he's the leader of all televisions in the country. That is Robert Kavshenga. But before I take you to him, I would like for you to subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, turn on notifications and you'll be waiting for much more because there's much more coming your way. Yes, thank you so much for joining us, Robert Kavshenga. Uh, they should subscribe so you make me famous. Exactly. <laughs> But you're already famous. No, no, no. Yeah, so many no. people know you. But of course, even not when they your, know your you. generation keeps wondering, hey, who is this guy anyway? So. Believe me, when I was growing up, I think I was in school by yeah. then, yes. Form 5, Form 6. When I was still a broadcaster. Uh -huh. oh, I used wow. to think, I used to say Kapshenga, Kapshenga. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe he's the leader of all the TV, TV stations in the maybe, country. Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter keeps asking me, why, did, why does everyone wave at you? Yes. I don't know why. <laughs> I, look, I look funny. <laughs> you're famous, no? You don't look funny. You're famous. Okay. But even when you're famous, yes. there are people out there who <coughs> do not know mm. you. They don't know who Kapshenga is. They would love to know more about you. Mm. You can share with us that. Okay, so first of all, I need to correct one thing. I'm not the owner of the name. <laughs> Kapshenga was my grandfather, actually. Oh. That's where the name comes from. And... Interestingly, we are one of the very, 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 very few families yeah, right. in Uganda who are the only ones who have the name. Wow. There's no other person. There's no any other Ugandan called Kapshe. No. So if I wake up one day, I give birth to my kid. I... You can't. It doesn't, Why? It, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. The name doesn't make sense to you. Okay. So if you ever meet any Kaushenga anywhere, they're, um, my, they're my relative. Oh, okay. Definitely. They're my cousin, my yeah, uncle, right. my auntie, my kids. So, Is it so, a name that you formed yourself? No, or? eventually when I found out, my grand, great-grandfather mm -hmm. was receiving gifts when he received the news of the birth of my grandfather. Oh. So he gave him a very unique name that wasn't there in Chigezi. Captain. Yes. So, yeah. so, so that was, that's how the name came in. And we've all used it yeah. in such a way that, I mean... All about, we all have middle names, but we all just use a family name. So there's about maybe nearly 50 of us. Wow, <laughs> yeah, 50? Yeah. Yeah, that is too big a number. <laughs> no, well, they're grandchildren, uh, they're original children. So yeah, so that's me. Um, I don't know what else there is uh, for me to tell you. About no, I'd love for you to take mm. us through your education journey. Oh, you may so have some hobbies. Uh, yes, I have many of them, I, but maybe we're too old. We're all over 50. Yeah. So I don't know if they're on YouTube. But basically, I went to, you would say, three schools. So I went to, and two of them don't exist anymore. So I went to, well, they do. So I went to a school called Shimoni. It's now a shopping mall. What? Shimoni it's Demonstration okay. School. It, it used to be where Kingdom something is. So that's next to UBC. TV. Oh. So there was a school there, nice little school. Yeah. When I finished, I went to Namasegali College, and then uh, I went to Kabale to train as a teacher for two years. Mm. Then I went back to S5. After becoming a teacher? Yes, I went back to S5 as a private student, because <laughs> I couldn't find a job. Okay. So then I, I, I went to the university mm. in 1991 mm -hmm. to study um, 
law. So everybody thinks I'm a journalist. I've never been one day in a journalism class. I don't know what they teach in journalism. Then why does everyone think you're a journalist? Because I work in the media, but I'm not a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> so I studied law, and then when I finished, I, I went to work in, because I specialized in media law. Yeah. So I went to work as a legal officer first at the Monitor. Mm -hmm. Then I moved to the New Vision about three years later, and I've been there ever since. Well, I spent one year yeah. in the office of the president because I set up the Uganda Media Center. Oh, the Uganda Media Center. I know about it. You set that up? Yes. Wow. So I set that up, worked there for about a year and a couple of months. Mm. Then I, I was appointed managing director of New Vision in 2007, and I've been there ever since. Okay. Yes. Because most people know you. It's, it's what I was actually coming to. Most people yes. know you as the CEO of Vision Group. There are people who know me before. Yes. They know me as a broadcaster when I still used to do a radio show called The Capital Gang. I was the host of The Capital Gang for... You've been on radio as well. Yeah! <laughs> I've been on radio. It's I've been on TV. It's you're a journalist. Yes. I've been, on, I've been on radio. I was on TV. I didn't like TV very much because... Unlike you. Because, because. I had to dress up. <laughs> I had to look nice. Which is something I don't do very well. Okay. So I gave up TV. I said, you I you just know. find yourself a designer. Well, so I, I, I can't put on designer things. <laughs> I can't wear makeup. I can't uh, be powdered. So I, I gave up that. I get what you mean. Yeah, so, so that's sort of like briefly what my career is. The rest of what I've done at New Vision, uh, you all know. So. Oh yeah, as so, a CEO, yeah. most people think mm. uh, journalists mm. or presenters are paid very little money. Mm. What's your say about that? What is little? Ah, uh, 50k. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's been like the complaint of Le so many people. No, but it's relative. Yeah, I right. mean, you see, you can't complain. If somebody works in a bank, mm. they're going to make more money than you who works at a railway station. That's yeah, right. just the way life is. Media, some people come to the media because of the glamour, not because of the pay. Mm. But there is always a mismatch. We have a much higher profile than the money we get. So while you're complaining about 50K, I am complaining that I get much less than my fellow CEO who runs a bank. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, because some of them say, yes. you're just giving them, the, the, the bosses say, we yeah. are giving you the exposure. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, exposure is helping, but I don't have the money. Yeah, but maybe it helps your career grow. I don't know. It's, it's difficult. It's a very tough question because mm. we're always uh, criticized oh, yeah. for paying people very little. Oh, yeah. We are one of the better paying media houses. Vision is one of the better paying media houses. But the income, the economy of a media house is mm. not what it appears. We make our money from sale of newspapers and advertising. And there isn't that much income from... from well, compared to, say, banks or yeah, right. lawyers or big manufacturers or telecoms, mm. our turnover is... I mean, one time I went into a meeting and I was saying, and they asked me, what is your turnover? When I told them, the guy looked at me and said, that's the cost of only one mask <laughs> for, a, for, a, for a telecom. What? Yes! So, we don't, you know, it's got to be relative. And mm. we try to pay well, yeah. while at the same time, sustaining the organization. It's better to eat a little and have some more for tomorrow. You don't exactly. eat everything now. No. I can't give you the whole banana plantation. You can't. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't even finish it. Yes. How many employees do you have at uh, Vision Group, let's say, all together? The last time I checked, there was 1,330. 1,300. 
130. Wow. Yes. That's 1,330. So, New Vision alone, mm -hmm. okay, not the just media, New just New Vision alone, has nearly 500 employees. What? Just New Vision. Now, if, if you put all the people together that work there, whether it's freelancers, yeah. in the factory, it comes to what we call group employees, you come to maybe 1,330. Mm. Yes. And that's, there's also XFM, is it? XFM is part of Oh, the so you want to know how many? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so we've got uh, the newspapers. Yeah. Uh, we used to have quite many. We've closed down a number of them. So now we have, I think, three. So we've got Vision, mm. Bukede, and Kampala Sun. So those, including their weekend editions, those are editorial operations for English. Oh, yeah. And then online. So we have an online presence. We have an online presence for each of those platforms. Then we have six radio stations. Mm. So we have XFM. We've got Arua One. We've got Etop in the East in Teso. We've got Radio West. And we've got uh, Bukede, which is uh, in, in Kampalaya. And another one in northern Uganda called Rupin. All right. Now we have five TV and channels. So we've got um, Bukede 1, Bukede 2, Urban, TV West, and we've set up a channel for Star Times in Luo. It's called One Luo. So. All those are under one CEO. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they, so yeah, so in a sense, that's very much a part of the, um, the empire. Yeah. Then we're now developing a very aggressive online presence. We're developing a a platform which we know within the next two three years will be a big platform a big source of content for people like you is it the new vision app is that new vision app? app yes but you see what you people see is the app yes what you don't see and what you'll only see after about a year is the different functionalities that come with that app i've seen it it's wow. different yeah. from the others exactly you know where the picture so, comes you, to have, life. you have figured it out why did i why have i released uh, my secret no. <laughs> As actually during the launch, it's a very nice app. Oh yeah, now I've remembered where you were. Uh -huh. yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. talking about your TV stations, and mm. we look at Urban TV. Mm. One of your employees, Tina mm. Fierce, was mm. fired. Mm. Was it due to the pressure of UCC? Or? No, they just, they just asked us to Was take. it the content that was aired? No, there was an incident. There was an incident where she, she, she made some comments, which, and people complained. And UCC decided that UCC and the Media Council decided that it was a breach of their broadcasting standards and that we should uh, take disciplinary action and after mm. remove from air. Now, that's one step. Yeah. But, you know, we're still trying to figure out whether she can have another career or something. It's just an internal discussion. I normally don't like to discuss the things of my staff members yeah, in public because you know people have a right to privacy mm. and i don't want to so i just told you what was official i mean sometime back there were people pressurizing me about denzel and then i told <laughs> yeah but what i said i said you want me to go public with my findings mm. you must give me express permission mm. you who is complaining right and say i have authorized you to release what you found mm. and they never did I'm in charge of an organization. Yeah, right. And when you're in charge of an organization, you can't be emotional and just jump. No, you've got to balance many things. Yes. One day when you're in charge of a home, <laughs> you'll learn how to manage children. So that, yeah. <laughs> that should help you. Yes. Well, as you can see, uh, we're going in for a short break. 
but just like you can see, I am dressed for the farm. I am ready. Oh, in my no, 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 no. <laughs> so you are dressed for the nightclub. Yes, these are boots. Okay, maybe they look a bit sexy, but yes. <laughs> We're going to check out the banana plantation. Yes. Well, Today he has some animals. Yes, I have cows. Yeah. Yes, we're going to go through that. Uh, but right now, I'll leave you. We'll take a short break and we'll be back. Uh, we have walked, 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 and walked. You haven't walked. There is an I'm holding. This one is it called? Nkoni. <laughs> Nkoni. I was actually holding it the other round. It's because I could not come up that hill without using it. <laughs> I am that lazy. Anyways, uh, welcome back to A Chat with Mepia. I'm still with Robert Kamshenga, the famous CEO. So, mm -hmm. uh, we were still talking about media. Yeah. And uh, the media houses. Yes. When you look at the content mm. of different media houses, yeah. do you think they are lacking in one or another? How best can they become like Bukedeh or think, the I think, I think most people fail to decide which audience they are addressing. So they are running after just numbers. Yeah. I, I'm the biggest TV station. We have the biggest audience. Which audience are you addressing? They are over competition, is it? And then they all imitate each other. Everybody is trying to be better than the other at doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. So there is no unique offering mm. that you are bringing to the market. So what we specialize in is figuring out what is it that we can bring that is unique, mm. that will take people a very long time to replicate. So you see, like you now, I, I like the fact that you are not running, trying to be just another TV presenter on an established TV station. You've decided to go your own path, yeah. create your own content. That's what everyone else should be doing. So for us, we've been looking at this and saying, okay, we're going to address, address the Luganda audience of a certain mm. category. We're going to address the Western language of a certain social setup, Eastern, and we even choose, like, you know, we're going to be in West Nile because it's dynamic. Yeah. So that's how it works. And unfortunately, everyone else, see, most people just look at what we do, then they say, okay, I'm mm. going to just be a, a better book at the TV. No, you yeah. can't be a better book at the TV. <laughs> you know? You're not, you're not booking the TV. Mm -hmm. But I just look at them and I carry on with my life. And I, and I laugh. Yes. You have so many TV stations. Yes. Do you get time to watch other people's TVs? Let's say the others. You'll be, very, you'll be very surprised. Mm -hmm. I don't watch much TV. And I, d I stop listening to radio. Mm -hmm. I have my own playlists. I listen to my own music. I live in my own world. Uh, I like watching shows uh, that have to do with building, mm. fixing cars. <laughs> That's me. You're going old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, but I didn't set up the channels for myself. And no one has a channel locally that can take No, my but time. as someone in business, yes. I thought you'd look at what the other person is doing uh -huh. and to see how to compete no, with them no, or something no, like no, that. I'm more interested in what they're doing. Hmm. I'm interested in what my audience wants. Yeah, right. When my audience tells me what they want, hmm. I will give it to them. Now, if I spend, it's like saying, you see like now you, you're a young lady. It's like, okay, let me go and smell what the neighbors are cooking. <laughs> <laughs> and I cook the same thing. But yes. your husband wants something else. So Maybe. figure out uh, what your customers want. 
and then give it to them. I can't come and want to put up a talk show chat with Methia. Mm. No. You no. must do something different. Totally. So I already leave. Let Methia do her thing. I'm going to do my thing. Mm. So finished. Guys were running off doing other things. I came to farm. That's what I love. I'm seeing the farm you know, is cows. very big. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's all I do. Yeah. Before so, we get to the farm. Yeah. I'd love to know, uh, so many of your employees were laid off, is it true, due to COVID-19? No, 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 no. So what happened was, we closed certain products. So we closed uh, some newspapers, yeah. and people who became redundant, we asked them to go, because it just there was no work. As a response to COVID-19, mm. there was a very sharp drop in business, and we couldn't sustain everybody. So some people went on unpaid leave mm. for an extended period, Others took a pay cut, but we also had to decongest the office because of COVID-19 requirements. Oh, yeah. Now we are recovering, and so we are looking at returning those who are on unpaid leave so oh, that we can start working. That's actually coming to that. Yeah, no, they'll be coming back most likely by October, mm. and then we will still maintain our shift system because we don't want to have too many people. Right. In the office, congestion, risks of spreading COVID and becoming an epicenter until the situation is under control. Right. So we have a lot of people working from home. Oh, okay. Yes, there are people who are working from home. and I, I saw a post mm -hmm. that I think you made on Twitter or something mm. when you're talking about your, your, your own salary that was cut. Yeah, it was. You I, cut your own salary? Yes, or? so I took 80% cut in the beginning, the first three months. Mm. Then I took 60%. Oh, yeah? When the situation improved, mm. I'm hoping I can improve it. Because you can't be, you can't ask other people to make sacrifices that you cannot, that you cannot make. Mm. So I decided to take a bigger sacrifice for myself mm. as uh, the team leader to show that. You must be exemplary. Thank you. If you can't, nobody will believe in you. Absolutely mm -hmm. no one. Generally, looking at the media house mm -hmm. that you're controlling, mm -hmm. And the print media as well. Mm -hmm. How has COVID affected you guys? Badly. Because it has affected everyone. Badly. It's, it's really hit us because in the first two months of lockdown, mm. there were no people on the streets buying newspapers. What? There was no one. People were in their homes. Mm. They were relying on Twitter and TV. YouTube and TV and radio. Luckily for us, we have everything. So we compensated for the drop in newspapers with and TV, TV, radio sustained mm. us. But we're beginning to see a recovery. And why is there a recovery? There is a recovery because all these other platforms have too much fake news. So people come back to brands that they trust mm. to give them good news, to give them accurate news. Okay. And Vision is one of those print media houses that has been able to sustain. It has <coughs> been there like forever. Yeah. So we also made some innovations in terms yeah. of uh, content. We brought in education content, which people found useful for their children while they're out of school. And people started to come back to town, and then we came up with a system of delivering newspapers at home. Mm -hmm. But we also came up with the e-paper, which is uh, an electronic version of the newspaper, and yes. its subscription has grown. We just I love it, where the picture comes to life. Is it that? Yes, that's where you can... So we're trying to do all of that and maybe by next year we will be serving people like you who would mm. never have bought a newspaper. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, but if I find you where you could get your content and I give it to you in the manner, then mm. I'm happy. 
Talking about newspapers and uh, information, mm -hmm. do you think online mm -hmm. blogs are taking over the newspaper bit of it? Because most people don't like no. buying newspapers. No. Okay. Newspaper, you see, blogs and vlogs have a problem. Mm -hmm. They are not content. They're not newspapers. Yeah, right. They're opinions. So people are giving their opinions, mm -hmm. their thoughts. Exactly. But people want facts. People mm -hmm. want information. Not, I mean, there are 44 million Ugandans, that's 44 million opinions. Mm. So the mistake of bloggers and vloggers is to think that because you're out there and engaging with people, mm. they will rely on you for the information. They don't. They will still go back. To the newspaper. That's why the New York Times is growing. That's why Washington Post is growing. Mm. Because they are trusted sources of information. And that's what we in the, what they call the traditional media houses, the traditional media brands, mm. that's what we're investing in now. How can we give you content that is reliable and that is practical and that is useful to you? Yeah, right. Now, if you want to form an opinion and write things of what you think, that's your business. <laughs> yeah. I believe that's what online blogs do. Uh -huh. But uh, I want to get away from that part of media. Uh -huh. I have walked this big farm. <laughs> I'm extremely tired. No, you haven't, done any, you haven't done any walking. How many um, farms do you have, if I may ask? One. I have only one farm. Okay. It's here in Namayumba where you are. And how big is this farm? Well, it's about nearly 100 acres. 100 acres, yes. wow. Yes, so we grow bananas. Our main business is coffee. We grow bananas as well. Because coffee and bananas work together. Yeah, right. Then we look after cows. And we look after cows for a reason. Because the cow dung, mm. we apply it in the banana in the plantation banana. as manure. Then we have beehives. Mm. We are planning to grow our beehives to almost 200 and so the beehives are for pollinating particularly the coffee farm mm. but they will also produce honey which we shall sell yeah, one day these cows will be giving me sufficient milk for me to do cheese because yeah. <laughs> i want to be able to produce cheese okay because my kids or my family love cheese and then um, you want to be in charge of that as well yeah no i'll just produce stuff that we can sell oh yeah looking yeah. at this big farm mm -hmm. when did you start like when did the idea come to your mind like i met them I need to do farming. I, i've always i mean in 1998 i used to go to places and i liked country homes with farms mm. 1999 i went to zimbabwe i visited a couple of farms i was impressed oh, yeah then i forgot about it then in 2005 somebody brought us this land for sale so we're a group of friends we put together money and bought the land. Oh. Then we forgot about it. It was a big forest. So it had snakes, monkeys. You got scared. Yeah, even water bucks. Ngavi. Uh. <laughs> then in 2014, I decided I wanted to be a coffee farmer and a banana farmer. So in 2015, we started this farm. Hmm. It was a bush. We cleared it. We started planting. And we've been going at it for the last five years. And now, we feel we're ready to start doing some really good business. I thought you started. Uh, didn't you like benefit then? Are you getting the fruits out of it right now? Now is when the farm is nicely established. Okay. So the productivity can go higher. Mm. So you can produce a lot of matoke, you can produce a lot of coffee, you can produce a lot of honey. You can also produce some good milk. Yeah, from the cows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually quite happy with them. Uh, a couple of months ago they were looking really bad. Yeah. But now, Mm, they look healthy. They look very healthy. Eating it's, very well. Yeah. So we've invested in... They look really good, actually. Mm. How often do you visit the farm? I come here every week. Every week. Every single Saturday I'm here. 
And Why is that? Because as someone who owns the farm, I would think, you know, you just stay the other side in Kampala and let people take your business here. Yeah. Is and it supposed to be that way? You lose everything. Oh. <laughs> it's called telephone farming. <laughs> <laughs> just keep calling them. Nah, yeah, and they'll tell you saying. lies. Tell you, oh yeah, the cow, yeah, they're fine. They're busy dying <laughs> or they're selling them. Yeah. But okay, yeah, yeah, we sold a few. That's a long story. So if you're going to do anything, mm. anything, supervise it. You must be fully in it. Yeah, with your whole heart and soul. Mm. You can't be sitting in a mall in Kampala and calling to find out about goats. No, be there. So I gave up my social life in Kampala. Every Saturday, people are going to play golf. People are going to enjoy themselves, going to watch football. And you'd come here? Yeah. Just this, come and this, here. I'll come. I'll move in. I'm planning to move in. Okay. Because the quality of life here is actually a lot better than that noise and the pollution of Kampala. This feels peaceful uh, away from Kampala. Of yeah, it's very, it's very peaceful. You know, you come here and your mental frame of mind changes completely. You look at life differently. Yeah. Many youths out there or young people feel like, you know, farming doesn't have money. Why is it that? Because we've seen so many people earn from they're the money. They're, they're benefiting they're, lots of They're looking for quick money. Oh, yeah? How they want that? to come and get a farm like this and tomorrow you're a millionaire. No. It takes a while. Yeah. You have to make mistakes. You have to fail. You have to learn your lessons. Mm. You have to be patient. A crop has to be nurtured. A cow has to be grown mm. from a young age. It will fall sick. It will not eat. All those things. Like a child. You must be as patient. You know, but it teaches you patience. Yeah. I didn't start off very patient. But I've learned you to thought be you'd earn in the first year? No, no, no. I knew. Uh, Coffee is, uh, I knew I would get money uh, after six years. Matoke, I knew after one year. Mm. Uh, I was too optimistic, too ambitious mm. with the Matoke. But I've learned to take my time now. I chill. So, okay. how many cows are you giving? You never ask <laughs> a question. Uh. You never ask a man how many <laughs> children he has. You never ask a cattle keeper how many cows he has. How many do you have? You can tell us. No. <laughs> you say you talked about goats. Mm -hmm. and they will come uh, eventually. Goats are, goats are coming in. Eventually. For now, you have cows. Yep. And what else? I use them primarily for manure. Oh, yeah. As I said, I have bees. Mm. Eventually, we'll get goats when we start dealing with the whole cheese making uh, dream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Wow, <laughs> I have seen cows. I actually fear cows. <laughs> no, I cannot come close. Oh, but they're, very uh, they're really animals. healthy cows. They're very, very, very peaceful animals. What if I touch it and it disappears? No, they're very peaceful animals. Wow, they look healthy, and I think mm. that is where we're going to take our next break. We are going to check out the banana plantation from yep. here. This is a very big farm, guys, 100 acres. I want to be like Kavshenga when I grow up. Uh, you'll get grey hair. That's <laughs> the problem. <laughs> no, that's why I don't have. I'll just like, tint my hair and it goes back. <laughs> All right, okay. we take that as a break. Okay, so this is the banana plantation. Yes. It's very huge, you know, like when you look at it from the other side. Yes. I feel like it's so... How many acres does it cover? It's about 20. 20 acres. 20 acres. Wow. But the thing I like about it is when you sit in the banana plantation, suddenly it's very cool. 
Yeah, I realized. The temperature. The sun was burning as I said. Oh yeah, when we were in the crowd. Yes. It's very hot. In the coffee, it was a bit. Now, when you come, it's very cool in the banana plantation. I think it's the wind and then the cover. No, even the the canopy and you know the breeze, the canopy makes it cool. So this is one of our most productive elements or parts of the farm. So we're currently doing between 800 and 1,000 bunches a month, wow. which isn't bad. Where do you sell the matoke that you People come from? and buy it from here. I don't they even... come from, yeah. they come exactly here? Yeah, they come here. I sell from here. Wow. You just... don't have to get them and take them to Ah, no, I don't want to. Logistics of <laughs> driving to town in matoke is uh, too complicated. Uh, so they come fine. here. I have my price. It serves me well. Mm. I don't get into where they're going. Come, buy, go. I count. I believe that's much easier. It's much simpler. You, you start going into logistics, then you put on trucks, you don't know, then they tell you the truck broke down, then uh, don't want to get involved in that. I get I'm it. too lazy. To I, <laughs> you don't look that lazy. Type. You have walked uh, thousands of miles in this no, country, no, no, I can no, imagine. It's, it's just a couple of steps. Yeah. Yes. Going back to social media, mm -hmm. I see you posting a lot of things, mostly on Twitter because I use Twitter more than yeah. any other apps. Yeah. Uh, there's so much criticism. Mm. Like, let me look at you as the CEO. You may put up a post, and then someone comes from out of nowhere, abuses you. We kind of call them cyber bullies. How do you handle such situations? Very simply, just ignore them. <laughs> no, sometimes you ignore someone, and they still come back. No, but there are options. You can mute them. You can block them. You can ignore them. You just leave them there. Sometimes there are those who think they're very clever. I hit them back, and then they have no re no re no return. No return. <laughs> So they come and they think, ah, we'll take on this guy. Uh, I look at them, so I, I say this one is stupid, so I want to bother. Uh, this one says something, and that some I find really, really funny. And I engage with them all the time. Yeah. Like there's somebody called Chosen Irene. I've never even met her in my life. But she's so funny, and, and I really enjoy my conversations with her. I mean, she'll come up with lines. She'll... But talking about the platform... Um, most of my friends are on Twitter, so we hold conversations oh. there. And you notice that very rarely do I post general things. Yeah, Most right. times I am talking mm. to a specific group of people. Yeah. Sometimes I'm teasing Daniel Kalinaki, sometimes it's Charles, Andrew. But these are friends I know that when like I post something, mm. they will not take offense. Mm. Uh, so the guys who dive into my conversations with all sorts of wisecracks, I just leave them alone. Doesn't it hurt you sometimes? Someone may say a very ugly word about you. And... So what? <laughs> I mean, people have so much time to be angry, insolent, mm. uh, and shout. I mean, I know one or two or three people who've made a career out of just shouting my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... I look at them oh, and I'm really? thinking, yeah, why, 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 what's killing you? Why, why are you like that? Don't you have better things to do? No, they don't. So that's, so that's my attitude. I, I, I don't bother. If yeah. I have something to say, generally I'll say it. Then mm. when I'm done, if I really think you deserve a response, I'll give it to you. That's fine. If I don't think you deserve it, I won't bother. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a waste of everybody's time. We should be having better conversations. Some people are useless, some people mm. are very smart. Exactly. And they contribute to the conversation and they really bring good knowledge. Mm. Others are a complete waste of everybody's time, but they think they're very clever and then they say things and you wonder. 
Then another little trick that I use, which helps me. Okay. So I look at somebody who has made a comment. I look at the number of followers. <laughs> you then they have one follower. Ninety-one. <laughs> and I'm thinking, uh, why? Who even cares about this guy? Or who even <laughs> is concerned about what you who have to say? Oh, <laughs> so, so, so I, those I don't bother. I, mean, yeah, I just right. uh, leave them alone. So that's the way I treat social media. The thing I learned, um, because I, I did a, a course in media studies and management about nine years ago. Mm. And somebody described for me social media then. said, you see, treat social media like a sitting room or a bar where people just go to have conversations. If you take it too seriously. Serious or unserious. Yeah. yeah. So uh, barroom talk is just barroom talk. You guys who are drunk on something, they say what they have to say and you move on, finish. Mm. The only problem is that it's become, for your generation, you seem to be very, very sensitive to criticism. So for you, it becomes cyberbullying. For many of your generation, it's like your lives are on social media. Mm. You don't see a life outside of okay, social, media. social media. You've defined your personalities on how you present yourself on social media. That's not the beginning and the end of the world. So for people like that, what happens on social media is almost like in real life. Well, it isn't. And I'll surprise you, the whole of Uganda has no more than 3 million people on social media. It's Are you serious? Yeah, it's 44 million Ugandans. Like only, only 3, three million. are on social media. Really? They're giving us and with, and we think we're very important. <laughs> exactly. Twitter has 450,000 Ugandans. <laughs> and we think, oh. we think we're a big deal. We're not. But it's where people go to define themselves. I yeah. don't define myself by my place. I actually go on social media largely for jokes. I go to joke. That's my, 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 my humorous side. That, mm. That's where I express myself. I go there, make fun, go away. Those who have no sense of humor, they then, will not get then they come and attack you. They say, look at this fool. Ah, you continue with your life. <laughs> they think you're crazy. Yeah. But there is this other habit of uh, body shaming. I think that is where the cyberbullying comes in. Mm. And so many people are left traumatized or something. Because someone joins the social media to have fun, enjoy conversa conversations with friends or something like that. Yeah. But then they are attacked by different people. Let me say they post a picture of themselves mm. and everyone starts describing them. They look this and this. What kind of advice would you give to the bullies? Let me put it like that. No, you can't advise bullies. Okay. You can only stand up to them. And, and you should stand up to them. Mm. Bullies are sad people with their own shortcomings which they are trying to uh, project onto someone else. Oh, yeah. So this person who is body shaming you probably has the worst body, but is so envious and jealous that the only way they can feel that they are good enough is by bringing you down. Those kinds of people, don't waste your time with them. Mm. No, they, they have no place in your life. In fact, clean out your social media space. A guy does that, just blow. Look, <laughs> don't worry. You don't exist for those people. Yeah, right. You don't need those people in your space. So for me, you come talking nonsense. Block. You come when you're useless. Mute. You come <laughs> when you have nothing to say. Ignore. Uh -huh. I don't have time for, for... I mean, the things that I have to do. So, so my advice to people who end up in that stuff is, first of all, minimize. First of all, don't define your personality yeah, with right. your media, me, social media presence. Mm. Two... Don't seek approval or validation from the social media crowd. 
What are you taking your pictures there for what? You're looking for approval. Now, if they disapprove, then you suffer. <laughs> the difference yeah. between me, you, and them is that me, you, have a public life. We have a public persona. Mm -hmm. There is justification in us engaging. Yeah. A person who is an individual, you're posting your own pictures. What are you looking for? What? <laughs> and say, yeah, I'm here to have fun. Yeah, fine. But in a sense, you, you appear as if you're looking for validation. That's when people start judging you. Mm. No, you have pimples. You are like, hey, then what now? So why did you come? So for me, if I post anything that has my photo, it's because that photo has a story it's telling exactly. beyond me. I am not, not going to dress my clothes and then take a picture when I'm in a pink <laughs> suit. Say, how do people see me? Hey, <laughs> ah, that's too vain for me too. I can't and handle it. social media. I've let people just post their pictures because... The problem is... I feel like they want the world out there to know more about them. No, like no, 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 no. Mm. They are projecting a make-believe life. They want the world to perceive them in a certain way. Mm and hoping that that is either what they will become or it will make them feel good. I've seen people posting how they are in some place enjoying. Enjoying lunch. But, but they're sad people. <laughs> nice food, exactly. Yeah. The yeah. food probably is not even anything nice. And they're probably very sad, very unhappy with the way life is going. But they're here on social media pretending that they're happy. Mm. You can't be living life like that. That's one thing I have failed to sort of figure out like with Instagram. Thinking, okay, guys. No, Instagram is for seconds. You not smiling. Yeah, I can't guys. handle it. I, I, <laughs> the only times when I have photos from my farm, I put them there. And I, and oh, them. Yeah. It's basically what you post us there. Yeah, because I, I want to project a certain image of farming. Mm. It's very specific. So. Well, yeah. as we come to <coughs> the conclusion of today's show, I have really enjoyed. Oh, I hope it's done. Okay, Good. I'm <laughs> instead because <laughs> I, I am moved. so unhappy that I couldn't make you walk. But you have made us walk. No, this is really very little. <laughs> I, I, I normally I make people walk. <laughs> yes. Anyway, it was worth it because okay. we got a very good uh, interview out of this. Hopefully. But your last words to people out there who think hmm. there is no man in farming. Well. There is money in everything. Everything. It's just mm. how you do it. There is money in farming. You just have to know what your passion is mm. and how to be fully dedicated oh, yeah. and be in it and do it. I know people who are farming snails. I saw that thing, but... Yes. There are people farming snails. I have a friend who is farming maggots. Them. I, don't like the I have a friend farming maggots. Yeah. But it's money. Exactly. Yeah. So they but it's the money. So it's food for chicken. The maggots? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. I can't. So, 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 so anything in farming will work. It's just whether you have the dedication, mm. the focus, yeah. the discipline, and the patience and determination and willpower to see it through. If you're looking for quick money, instant gratification, go and gamble. Go and bet. Don't come here. This needs patience. This is for people who do long distance running. This is a marathon. This is not some short sprint mm. and you think, ah, now I have arrived. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. And you think, first year I should harvest money, the next year I harvest money, I buy a car. No. You probably won't buy a car for five years, even six, even seven. Mm. But you're building something. You're building an enterprise. Yeah. You're building wealth. Not money, wealth. Okay. Wow. And then I call you a successful person. You say you are not. <laughs> no, I'm <yet. laughs> Okay. Um, 
Well, coming to the conclusion of today's program, I am so excited. I have walked miles. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't believe they're miles, but it was some, you know, worthy kind of movement. We've talked a lot with Kapshenga. We've shared so much by there. And for some reason, I was thinking of doing farming, and I believe I've learned quite a lot from that. But uh, before we forget, uh, before actually, I told about our sponsors, the partners of Search with Methia, Pink Cloud. Check them out. You know, just download their app, Pink Cloud, and you make your orders, food orders, of course, and they will deliver to your destinations or your locations. Thank you so much for watching today's show, today's episode, today's podcast. And believe me, there's so much coming. I believe you'll enjoy this one. Share with your friends and subscribe, turn on notifications. Thank you so much. Oh